everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from rainy and wet Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, we're going to, we got a court case to, we're going to be diving into uh, our, our trained and keen legal minds, which will get everything to... wrong, but <laughs> we're going to, we're going to attempt, we're going to talk about um, a court case that's in the uh, in the appellate courts now and there's something something not cool going on well it's not just one litigant against another it's the US federal government against the US federal government <gasps> they don't know what they're doing oh shush dan I, i'm sure that will shock people to learn that the uh, that in trump's america yeah nobody really knows what they're doing well dan we should probably also just a quick mention of what you and and uh, and Mark did this weekend. Well, yes, indeed. Uh, Just we, super quick. Yeah, we we uh, we we went on to the uh, the live taping of the God Awful Movies podcast. Yeah, with those uh, lovely fellers there. Yeah, uh, we uh, we recorded an episode that'll drop soon. And we also uh, we also made an announcement uh, yeah. that I'm gonna make uh, I guess here right now absolutely uh, which is that the, uh, Mark and I you Mark you'll all recall from uh, previous uh, episodes of Thank God I'm Atheist when either you or I Frank were not able to be right. in sometimes host Mark yeah he yes. comes in and and co and and subs in for us yeah he and I are starting a new show yeah uh, it's called the How to Heretic. Yeah, and uh, we'll we'll probably uh, in the next week or two uh, play some some clips from sure, it. Maybe yeah. get some stuff on this show just to to wet your whistle a little bit. Uh, but the how to heretics going to be sort of an entry level thing. It's going to be fun. We're we're going to be teaching. It's the idea is we're teaching people who are kind of fresh out of atheism we're, how how to do life now that now that the rules now that Jesus's rules don't apply or Muhammad's rules don't apply. Maybe you want to start drinking. Oh, yeah. Maybe you want to start, you know, having sex with people out of wedlock or something. Don't worry. We'll guide you through it. Oh, wonderful. So that's... It's going to be a lot of fun. Two finer guides... Right? Do not exist. We are... We are sluts, he and I, and and also drunkards, and... Ah. We're going to talk about all the things, and it, it's going to be a lot of fun. Not a current events show, nothing like what we do here at TGIA. Oh yeah, um, but a but a fun show nonetheless. Oh, and cool. I, I hope folks will Great. tune into it once it launches. It has it won't be launching. It'll launch this week. So there you go. Okay, sounds good. And check out that episode of the God Awful Movies podcast. It's as well, it, so. it, it it was a lot of fun, and I think I think we ended up. Uh, yeah, we 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 hashed through a. A Mormon film. Blah. <laughs> Blah. All right. Well, you brought up the Mormons, Dan. Uh oh. And uh, the fact, and and you know, the fact is, it was their general conference. Yes, it was this last weekend. The yeah. semi-annual general conference. The twice yearly. Interestingly, uh, semi-annual and biannual uh-huh. uh, can mean the same thing. Oh wow. And have you ever noticed that one of them, I can't remember which, is the annual general conference, and the other one is the semi-annual Oh, really? Okay. I, as a small child, picked up on that. (laughs) We have a sesquiannual one as well. That's the (laughs) next one after the next one. Well, nonetheless, it was a general conference, uh, the first general conference in over 50 years that lacked the presence of uh, Tommy Monson. Oh. Which is so... Their dear leader. ailing... Dear leader, 
Tommy, Thomas S. Monson, uh, a man who I'm pretty sure died four or five years ago, and they've just sort of wheeled his body out every, on, on certain occasions. Put, up, put some puppetry up yeah. into his formaldehyde body. They got those war horse guys. They're really good. <laughs> so lifelike. Nonetheless, there was also uh, Hale. Elder Hale died during the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Not at conference, but while it was uh, going a on. A member of the Quorum of yeah. the Twelve Apostles. Yeah. And then uh, Dallin H. Oaks opened his big fat mouth about gay marriage. He hates the gays. He Can we really be clear about this? hates the gays. He's, uh, he's, we, you and I have long talked about in, in the, within the ranks of the Mormon church. Yeah. Uh, there is, there seems to be a diet, like opposition uh, in in the mm. ranks. Oh yeah, and there seems to be a few people, few guys who are like, eh, they see the writing on the wall. We got to move toward gay loving, toward loving the gays, toward being kind to the gays. And then they're and then as soon as they do something nice for gay people, they turn around and immediately do something entirely shitty yes. to gay people. Yes, I think he's on the shitty side. He oh he's totally on the shitty side. He says. We have witnessed a rapid and increasing public acceptance of cohabitation without marriage and same-sex marriage. The corresponding media advocacy, education, and even occupational requirements pose difficult challenges for Latter-day Saints. We must try to balance the competing demands of following the gospel law in our personal lives Mm. and teachings, even when we seek to show love for all. Yeah, you're showing lots of love for everybody. He's really good at He's that love part. Stupid. He seeks to show love Bastard. by fucking people over, by being mean to people. Yeah, he, you know, and all it's cou- tough love. It's yeah. all tough love for yeah, me. Yeah, it's couched in this like, oh, we love our gay brothers and sisters, but we don't want them to actually lead fruitful and fulfilling lives. Happiness is not right? our like, goal. Then please define your sense of love. Right. Or right? please just like, fuck off. Yeah. One of the two. Yeah. Like, actually, either hate or either love. There is no hemming and hawing about it. Right. You don't get to play both sides. You either hate or you love. Now, there was more to his to him talking, right? Do you have the other stuff that he said? Cause what <sighs> Which I, part? What I zoomed in on was he, he meant, he sort of, he mentioned the... Uh, Declining traditions of the world. Well, no. I, what I was getting to is that he mentioned their document, which is the uh, oh, the, the, the proclamation proclamation of the, of the family or the family a proclamation to the world yeah. or whatever it's called. Yeah. So he 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 talks about this being these being eternal principles. Yes. And that these things are never going to change. God's laws on gay marriage will never change. How the fuck is he this? idiotic about this yeah your church has said on multiple occasions these are eternal laws that never change and then changed them yes so and he's more aware of that than probably most people because he's four thousand years old he was alive for all of it (laughs) he is the crypt keeper he was there so like when (laughs) when they you know, they had one of their early prophets, several of their early prophets said, we will never give up polygamy. It is God's eternal yes. law. We will never give it up. Right. Then uh, the, they give it up. They gave it up. And if you asked any current Mormon, you just meet, you know, random Molly Mormon on the street and you right. say, hey, uh, you OK with your husband taking on another wife? She will say a hell no. Yeah. A hell no. Double, double, double. Right. We're not going to do that. Right. If you now, 
they, you know, we had uh, Mormons saying that for eternity it would always be the case that black men would never get the priesthood. Right. That black people would not get temple rights. Right. This was like, this is just how it is. It's how God ordained it. Right. They are darker, and therefore uh, he can't see them very good, and so he doesn't like them much. Was, uh, and yet he made them. Shh. shh. He, yeah, he created he, them. He cursed them and <laughs> marked them with darkness. It's, it's in the book. <laughs> like, douche god, run yeah. amok. Oh, yeah. Like... This- this, this is, is a not sloppy, a nice... douchey, horrifying... I think all douches are sloppy. Ugh. No, you can be neat and tidy about it. <laughs> well, I've never used one. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah. Not a nice God. Not a nice man. Not a nice representative of God. No. And so and, wrong. So wrong. And only, yeah. only just making uh, the job of the Quorum of the Twelve... Uh, that and the and the prophet twenty years down the line that much harder, right? Yeah, because eventually they have to walk back. Oh uh, well, Dallin H. Oaks wasn't actually talking as a prophet when he's like, <laughs> "I am speaking right now as a prophet. I am this is forever. This is God has his fingers, his hand up my asshole right now. I am his puppet. <laughs> this is happening, people. Eternity. Yeah, I know what eternity looks like. <laughs> oh no, no, he was that even. Even God's prophets can make oh mistakes it's because just, they are just human. It's so, oh, I really, fuck him and fuck I'm really ready to uh, the Mormons to to place a bet with any Mormon. Yeah, unfortunately, it has to be like I have to be given like a a twenty to thirty year right. margin on that bet. Right, it's gonna happen. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. Have fun with that, uh. Oaks. Dallin, uh, I'm going to move on to a different uh, sect of Christianity. Have you heard of these, uh, the uh, Church of England folks? Mm. <laughs> they may have been in the history books mm. a little bit or something. Anyway, uh, the Church of England has a book that they've been using uh, for 500 years um, called the Book of Common Prayer. Okay. A very uh, important book to them they Mm -hmm. use it all the time it's the book from which we get phrases like till death do us part and ashes to ashes dust to dust like these are there are many like things that have entered very common parlance Mm -hmm. uh that come from this book a a book written by a man named thomas cranmer Mm. thomas Uh, cranmer right well here's the trick uh a whole generation of people are now, you know, coming into the priesthood uh, who are, you know, the young kids, they don't know all the words that are in this book and don't know what a lot of those words mean because they're used differently by oh. today's standards yeah, okay. than they were 500 years ago. That makes sense. Sure. So now they've yeah. got a they've got a glossary that'll come along and help them out with things. <laughs> no Little things like the word miserable for Cranmer, meant, like, pitiable. Oh. Like, I'm not sad. I'm miserable, meaning I need help. Or, I, I you know, they are in or a... Or mi- describe somebody as They're miserable. in a miserable state. Right. Right. So that doesn't mean that they're just sitting there depressed. Right. And stuff. Right. Uh, well, so, and, and, yeah, that's, that's, an, that's, that's an important distinction. Yes. So, and... and so it changes your, pers- your, your sense of, like, 
uh, the level of condescension that you will take with that person. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because so. if they're just being sad, well, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Right. Depression's not real. Right. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> the uh, but uh, there's also this. So the um, yeah, I mean, apparently these young kids, the kids these days, they don't get anything. These up these priests coming up through the ranks. Mm -hmm. um, there's a quote from our friend, our old friend Richard Chartres, who's the who was the former Bishop of London. Oh yeah, had him on the show. Yeah, that's true. Don't know if anybody way knew back when, way back in the day. Yeah. Uh, he said, "Far be it from me to promote a cult of quaintness," <laughs> which he's about to do with this quote. Just <laughs> P.S. Exactly what he's about to do. <laughs> Uh, but the power of prayer, but the power of the prayer book to connect with many of those who find the ordinary diet of the church banal should not be ignored. There is now a younger generation who are realizing afresh the importance of complementing the argo of Twitter and SMS with the majesty of Cranmer. <laughs> How but, quaint! What he's saying is that fancy talk sounds more religiousy. <laughs> and people even like, if you're just inheriting like common speak right, right from another era right it's turned into fancy speak, what he's what he's right? hitting on is like the joseph smith way of thinking which is even if the, it doesn't make sense to talk like this at all right it sure sounds religious-y <laughs> well good so, so there you that's go that's nice Dan, I'm going to uh, change directions just a little bit. Oh, please do. Uh, something, uh, I hate stories like this, but they're important. Oh, good. To bring up. Oh, good. Which is, I'm worried. Let's just get through it. Okay. For a show that we like to make people laugh. <laughs> we'll, we'll I don't do know it. how we're going to do it, Dan. Oh, no, I'll find it's a, a joke. challenge. <laughs> um, in Uganda. Uh, That's a bad start. And actually, in a lot of places in Africa. Uh, there was actually a list of, of the other countries at the end of this article. Uh, Tanzania, Nigeria, Swaziland, uh, Liberia, Botswana, South Africa, Namib Namibia, sorry, uh, and Zimbabwe. Um, you just named like half of Africa. Not half of the African countries, <laughs> but a lot of Africa. A lot of Africa. Was just covered. Just by. mentioned. Um, these are all places that suffer... Uh, from a, a horrible uh, cultural affliction, I suppose, of uh, witch doctors um, who are abducting and then sacrificing small children. Oh my God! Uh, in in an effort to sort of uh, improve the economic situation in their countries. Well, I uh, mean, how can that go wrong? <laughs> yeah, uh, specifically the the article that I'm I'm looking at is talking about the Ugandan situation uh, and a recent incident uh, where a young boy of eight years old uh, of eight years rather uh, was found uh, recently with his without teeth, lips, oh. ears, uh, or genitals. No, uh, no, no. And apparently uh, this is a, a lot or as much as possible of this has happened while the child is still alive. It's part of the ceremony. A very important ceremony that this that the witch doctor is performing. I'm so uncomfortable. Um, no, it's 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 horrifying. Yeah, it's absolutely horrifying. The article actually has quotes from the mother. Oh my uh, gosh! Which was heart wrenching. Uh, 
and so forth and so on. Uh, seven children and two adults were sacrificed last year in Uganda. Uh, seven children and six adults were sacrificed in 2015, the year prior. And this is to, um, this is just this is. Be, I mean, I know I'm aware that there's a. Is it a drought that's happening in that part of the world? Yeah, uh, yeah it's the worst drought in over half a century uh, that has hit hit parts of East Africa, um, leaving about 11 million people in Uganda, which is a country of about 38 million. So over a quarter of the population is uh, facing food insecurity. Right. And 1.6 million are on the brink of famine. Mm. This is according to the Ugandan government. So, I mean, Uh, you know, sacrificing one child to prevent that is, uh, it's a small price to pay. If it worked, I'm saying <laughs> doesn't work. No, of course it. You're doesn't doing work. a horrible thing but for then- no reason. Okay, well I'm I'm going to move us forward, uh, but we're going to stay in Africa, but less depressing. Although, frankly, a little depressing. Oh, okay. Uh, because uh, people are being tortured on trains. Um, <laughs> all right, a commuter train uh, that goes into Nairobi in Kenya. Okay. Uh, from the suburbs, there's starts in starts 19 miles north of Nairobi in Ruyu. I don't know how to say. Nice. That. Uh, two of the coaches have apparently turned into basically churches every morning. <laughs> so what's happening? Pastors are getting on the train and leading these uh, leading revivals, leading church services every morning. Right. On the way into work. Okay. Torture. That is I torture. I mean, no, there are a lot of people who are who are saying that they like it, of course. But the people of course who, there would. But the people who don't like it. The people who don't like it are probably not piping up. But man, can you imagine getting on the wrong coach of that train that well, day? Well, is it assigned seating? Like is it no, you, know, I don't you buy think a ticket so. for a specific seat? Well you could just move to a different part of the train. Yeah. I Which just, I mean, I'm not defending this at all, but there is a little workaround here. Yeah, it just seems... That's really rude, though, of whoever so, this preacher is. Yeah, I mean, you know, every now and then you'll get on a train in New York or London or whatever, and, you know, somebody, some mariachi band will come on with you, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, fuck, they're going to sing at me, and then right. they're going to expect me to give them money and blah, blah, blah. Right. That's enough of a pain in the ass. Right. But don't fucking call me to repentance. Of all, of all the Play things in the world. Play your pan flute. Right, yeah. You know what? I'll take the singing. Go back to the singing. I don't need this. I don't need this. It's morning. Uh, are they also passing around a collection? Oh, I'm quote sure. Quote, collection plate? I'm sure they are. But, I mean, these are these are not uh, people with a lot of money. Right. You know, th- this is a, a 40 cent fare on this on this uh, train. Nice. So That's good. So you know, hey, hey it's 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 it's, it's transport and a show. Apparently, you get a you get a whole show out of it. <laughs> All I can say is, uh, not on my train. I will I will start spouting satanic verses at you if you. I don't even know any satanic. Well, why? Verse. Yeah, why couldn't there be like dueling whatever? Yeah, exactly. Here, right. Yeah, you're at one end of the train. Fine, I'm, at the other. I'm taking the, uh, another coach, and we're 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 doing. Uh, sex talks we're just we're just going to talk about sex drugs and rock and roll every every car has its own specific topic right, right. yeah we, we have discussion Ooh. everybody Ooh, there should be a ted talk 
train. <laughs> Every morning, somebody gets somebody gets up and and gives you a talk about whatever it is they're doing and the, you know what their work is. But it's got keep it interesting. You got twenty minutes. Let's get in there. Right. Teach yeah. us. Teach us about about you know, I don't know, accounting. I don't know what's exciting for TED talks. Yeah. Oh, it's always some. Well, I mean, I know what a real TED. I'm just trying to imagine like what it would be on a commuter train. The TEDx, you know, TEDx commuter, E train, going in. (laughs) All right, Dan. Well, back to the United States, uh, and to specifically the Topeka Correctional Facility. Oh dear. uh, In Kansas, somebody needs to correct Topeka. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Sherry Weber Dunn, an inmate at the Topeka Correctional Facility, or TCF. Oh. Uh, is, uh, you know, she's serving a 40 year prison sentence uh, for her role in the murder of her uh, estranged husband. Oh, my. And, uh, but she's claiming that inmates at Kansas's um, only women's prison, right? That's the only place you're going to wind up if you're in prison. Uh, as a woman in Kansas, uh, they are uh, being subjected to an endless stream of Christian imagery and propaganda, um, including, and this includes um, little signs posted on bulletin boards mm-hmm. and uh, movies that are played in the common area. Inclu- but, but, but also, like, if you want to go and knit blankets, like they do, like a knit sure. blankets for charity type thing, sure. right? Even the music playing in the background is Christian music. God, so you know th- what? There's just like no way to escape. This there are laws Christian. in this these United States against cruel and unusual punishment. Uh, I not even a murderer deserves to be treated this badly. No, it's, not this, at all. This is horrific. And you know, it's more the establishment clause of the Constitution. Oh, that, sure, that. That, that that we're really concerned about. Uh, because there's a de facto uh, uh, state religion being promoted. Yes, indeed. In of Christianity. The uh, the visitation area uh, where families can come in and visit uh, their, their loved ones who are in prison uh, is also, I guess, used for church services. Yikes. Well, there's just a big giant cross that never comes down, never gets covered. Right. Never whatever. What, however else this area is being used. There's always a big, giant wooden cross of looming over everything. Of course there is. And so she has uh, teamed up with the American Humanist Association to uh, sue yeah. the Topeka Correctional Facility. Uh, I would, too. About this. I and, would and too. she has every right to. And, you know, I, I think our prisoners are... In, in this country, you know, we can't forget about them. No. Uh, she is a pr- practitioner of Thelema, which I had to look up. Uh, it is a, a little religious philosophy Ooh. of sorts, a religious sect or whatever, uh, that uh, is, is based in the uh, writings of um, Alistair Crawley, who was oh, yeah, I've an heard early of 20th century religious philosophical thinker or whatever yeah 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 and so she's she this isn't this isn't an atheist that's making these claims this is somebody who has her own religious philosophy right she feels that there's you know disrespect for her own thinking and her own practice 
However stupid it may be. However ridiculous it might be and unfounded, she has the right to pursue that and not have and not have Christianity someone else's on religion her. Yeah, yeah forced down her ear holes. Yep. Uh yeah, and oh also like apparently uh, if you dare take something down from one of the bulletin boards, you are punished. So oh dear. I, you can't even like be like, I, I don't like that Christian thing that's there and pull it down. Oh, so. well, yeah. I mean, when you're in a prison, I don't think you get to redecorate. I don't I, <laughs> like it's not that's that's not in your purview yeah. when you are an inmate, I yeah. think. But um, the prison provides this. This just makes matters worse. Uh, the, the prison has the practice of providing free Christian literature, including monthly church newsletters, daily devotional guides, Bible tracts, various magazines, prayer cards, yeah. and pamphlets for the inmates. Uh, but when uh, Weber Dunn wanted to buy a three and a half inch statue of the Hindu goddess Lakshmi, she had to re- hire a lawyer to get them <laughs> to let her purchase yeah. you know it's this religious they're, item. they're like literally seconds away from lucian greaves and the satanic temple coming in <laughs> and just being like hey we'll provide some stuff to the inmates yeah because that's that's fun yeah uh hey you know that's in progress but i'll tell you what uh the, i'm gonna talk about a lawsuit that worked oh the system worked uh church state separation has been maintained Mm. Or, or, or rather, has been uh, dem- has been commanded to be maintained. Mm. Commanded. What do judges do? Ordered, Ordered. to be maintained. Um, I command. Yes, uh, I hereby command. I command you, Judge Edward Smith, uh, in Pennsylvania. Yeah, uh, ruled against Lehigh County, which is a, a county in Pennsylvania. Okay. Um, whose seal, the the great seal. Of Lehigh County has a big old cross right in the middle of it. Oh boy! Uh, so the Fafurf, the uh, the bastions of of church state separation in this country that they are, sued uh, and won to get it taken down. So now the uh, now the county has to has to change their seal. Mm. Which, by the way, I went to a, a local. Uh, article about it uh oh, yeah and could not find where they did their comments that's i was really looking forward to everybody being very angry about it oh uh but nope i couldn't they the comments wouldn't load for me because apparently i am a heathen and i don't get to see that <laughs> but uh it yeah knew. i mean so so the the fuffer had written to the county commissioners and said you know you you can't do this. You have to actually take that off of there. Right. And uh, the county commissioners voted nine to zero to say, fuck off. We can too. Oh. Um, and we will take on this court battle. Oh. And now they have lost the court battle. Oh. That's too bad. That is too bad. For those guys. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, if you guys have uh, any religious iconography on your government symbols you can tell us about it write to podcast at thank god i'm atheist.com or you could call and leave us a voicemail message the telephone number is 424-666-8442 yes indeed go to the facebook page facebook.com slash tgi atheist and while on facebook search for the tgia members only lounge or request to join 
It is a closed group. Bubble at you. We do that. That's the thing we do. <laughs> Hey, uh, I I have some something I want you to listen to. Oh, please! It's it's Dave Daubenmeyer, Coach Dave. Gross. He's this guy. He's, he's got, so he's, gross. He's got a webcast that he likes to do. Yeah. Uh, still haven't hasn't figured out how to make the sound sound okay. But you guys all have to suffer through that because he has an important message for us. And frankly, uh, I think we need to heed it. It's scary, <laughs> you guys. Uh, he's worried. Just. So that you understand where where he's coming from, he's got a fake background of a big football stadium behind him, mm. and he is wearing a uh, a baseball cap with a cross on it. Ah, a red and black baseball cap. And here's what he has to say. But I know that Russ has told us uh, many times, and he's been with us uh, often here on our on our show about uh, mind control being used to create super soldiers, uh, hidden assassins that are going to emerge, all this stuff that we don't, we don't want to believe. And they show <laughs> us this picture of this white guy, my age, 64-year-old white guy, that all of a sudden goes bonkers and starts killing a bunch of people, a bunch of guns in his belt. Uh, I don't want to discuss his case. Here's what I want to uh, Here's what I want why we have Russell on this morning. The idea that this is real. The idea that now whether this guy was a mind-controlled assassin, we don't know that. But the idea that he was a mind-controlled assassin is not far out. It's not far out, folks. Mm-hmm. And if you if you're if you're foolish enough to think that this is tinfoil hat stuff and this isn't going on, I, I don't know. Again, I don't I don't know what to tell you. We know this stuff is this stuff is real. And so as I, as I circle back around. Uh, the Antifa, these guys that are out in the street, is it possible that, come on, folks, this this is the ultimate tinfoil hat. I understand that. But we saw Obama yeah. talk about a civilian police military. Remember, remember that? Remember that? No question. Now, does it mean that he created that civilian military force, or is he now somehow in charge of that civilian military force? And is that civilian military force we see out in the streets maybe being paid by Soros? But, folks, there's something, there's something else going on in the minds of these people. They, didn't just, they just ain't crazy. They just ain't doing this for money. I think the Christian hat is the new tinfoil hat. Yeah. I mean, I, like, the, like, the, uh, you don't, the, you don't the, need a tinfoil hat anymore, people. If you got a baseball cap with a cross on it, that's going to protect you from the uh, from from the radio I think waves. That's the hat of the crazies. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's maybe. what the crazies wear now. I like that he's referencing it. That he knows he knows he's full of crazy yeah. beans. Yeah. Like he is, he has eaten the entire bag of of crazy pills. Yes, uh, and he's referencing it. But he's sure. This is, I, I. Here's what's great about that. It's. I mean, and it's. It's not a religious thing, I guess. Other than this man is primed to believe things, is yeah. not good at skepticism. No. Uh, and so he. So like. And I. And I. I think we can lay some of the the 
blame for that at the feet of religion because it has trained him to believe a whole bunch of shit that is not possible. No. And once you start believing shit that once once you're okay with believing things that aren't possible, oh my the world opens up. <laughs> Thank God it's you know, it's Obama that's in charge apparently, so Oh yeah. I mean that makes me oh, feel better. Obama. If it, you know, if these uh if these mind controlled assassins were controlled by Trump, I'd be a lot more worried. <laughs> but they're Obama's guys, so it's okay. We'll all survive. Well, I mean, you and I will survive, Dan. Oh yeah, you know. Oh yeah, we're part. Clearly, we're, we're on the side of we're part George of George Soros and Barack, Barack Obama. When am I going to get my Soros checks? Because I have been out <laughs> there shilling for him. I have been out there protesting. <laughs> clearly, clearly, don't believe any of it. I just, I need my check. Yeah, George. <laughs> when is that going to happen? Oh, no, and the man could afford it. Yeah, I could afford to send you a check, Dan. Yeah, that's what a they're nice saying. A nice check. They're saying that, you know, they, they've been saying for a long time that George is, is funding these, uh, all the all the protesters going out to protest Trump. I want my check. <laughs> I've been doing it for free like a sucker. I know. What's the matter with me? Boy, it's all, uh, they got it all figured out. Anyway, we had some folks write into us. We had some folks call into us. Uh, I'll... S- uh, I'll start. Okay. Jordan wrote into us. Hello, Frank and Dan. Wanted to bring bring up the physician-assisted death debate uh, and add more to the conversation. Mm. Uh, terminally ill patients uh, that death is likely within six months have the option in a few states on the West Coast to opt for physician-assisted death. As a person in the medical field, I have I've seen terminally ill people suffer months and have sometimes resorted to starving themselves to end their lives quicker. Oh, God. Religion is a big obstacle to letting people choose how they will, how they will pass. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's the big thing. Um, Jordan adds, uh, physician-assisted death is acceptable, in my opinion, if the person has full capacity to use and understand information to make a decision. I disagree with using this as an option for the mentally ill because some patients classified as resistant to treatment have failed to respond to just a single antidepressant, have not gone to f- through psychotherapy. Oh, just hit my own microphone there. Start, start the, that sentence over. Um, I disagree with using this as an option for the mentally ill because some patients classified as resistant to treatment have failed to respond to just a single antidepressant, have not gone through psychotherapy, tried other classes of medication, adjunctive treatments, etc. Uh, there are a lot there is a lot still unknown about mental health and it is a growing field now that uh that there's a lot less now that there's a lot less stigma on mental disorder and increasing research. Uh I think assisted death uh is a topic worth talking about because it could be highly beneficial uh, because it could highly benefit society if used correctly. Love the show, keep up the good work. It's an interesting yeah. question. I don't know where one draws the line on that sort of thing. Right. Um but I do think that we need to have physician-assisted death. I think we need to be able to uh, talk about death in a more honest and open way Absolutely. in our society. Yeah. And talk about the fact that uh, well, a human life belongs to that person. Yeah. People making decisions about themselves and their own, you know, imme- like their, their own future. Right. D- determining yeah. Even, how, and like how they're going to live the rest of their life and, 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 and when that life is going to end. I yeah. think that's important. 
And actually, this dovetails, interestingly, in some way, to a voicemail that we have. Okay. Um, which is from a caller who's adding just a little bit of perspective on the late-term abortion issue oh. that was brought up because we played a, a, a clip from uh, the Alex Jones mm. lunacy hour. Mm-hmm. Um, As we like and, to do. <laughs> yeah. Where he, he kind of makes these horrifying claims about what the the doctors and the medical teams are doing during uh, an abortion. Sure. They, they, they like take this late-term... Late you know, the, the the fetus from this late term abortion and sit there and like stab it while it's still living and drink yeah. its blood. Oh, and, yeah. the, and it was, it's this horrifying image that, that he, Alex Jones, he paints a lovely creates. picture, doesn't he? Uh, so anyway, so this is a call, uh, a listener uh, who called to, to, to kind of add her perspective on this. Sure. Hi, Frank and Dan. Uh, I just wanted to call in and I know that it doesn't make any sense to argue with crazy people, but I just listened to your episode where you played the clip of the uh, old white man um, ranting about Satanists drinking the blood of babies and aborting nine-month-old babies. And uh, I get, I get that he's crazy. Um, but I just, I have to say something because when I hear people talk about families that choose late-term abortions, which everybody is all up in arms about, they don't understand that the babies have no quality of life. That's why this is happening. And I've known these families. I'm a nurse. Often there's a condition where there's holes in baby's brain. Sometimes there's excess fluid in the brain. The brain didn't develop, you know, um, heart conditions where the baby's going to die minutes after birth. You know, these are heart-wrenching decisions, and these families that choose this are taking on the pain for themselves, and these families are selfless. These families are choosing to have pain for the rest of their lives to protect their child from suffering after birth. And I just get all the rage when I hear people, you know, denigrating and and saying all these horrible, um, insulting things about these families, to these families, to their faith. I just hold these families up in, in, in the highest regard, the ones that, that choose to to take on the pain that they know is coming for themselves to protect their child. So thanks for attending. Have a great day. Bye. Well, thank you very much for the call. Yeah, I mean, I, I, what's beautiful about that is to, is to recognize that the the – that there is heartbreak for a lot of families who mm-hmm. who realize you know that you know they wanted to have a child and then yeah. they are told you know what this child is not going to have a good life right you are you know and and they make a choice right uh in order to protect that child and that difficult heart-wrenching decision which it can that be. can that that someone like Alex Jones just completely dismisses right and i here's the thing though i i do one quibble i have one quibble here sure uh, and that's uh, calling Alex Jones crazy. His ideas mm. are crazy. The man's not not necessarily crazy. He yeah. is. He is. He's, he's got to screw loose. But he understands his audience. He understands right. what's going to get them riled up. And he's dangerous. And I don't think we should so easily dismiss him. And his the people that listen to him yeah. and that believe him aren't crazy either. They're yeah. misguided and they're they're yeah. they're maybe not the and, smartest. We tools need to be, on the tree, but they are definitely yeah. like there are plenty of people who are sane and yet otherwise believe that you know believing crazy and i'm going to take a quibble too 
since, oh? since we're quibbling. Oh. Um, and this is just about I what I want I, I want to put out there into the world because uh what the caller said was absolutely uh true and and and, and it was a uh, a beautiful thing to to hear. But I also want to say that if that there are a contingent of people for whom abortion is not a heart wrenching problem. Like if you already if you really wanted a child and uh, and then your child was going I, to I have problems. I think the situation that she's talking about. Which that's is a different this situation. Third trimester, you know. Right. Th- they've been. Ca- they. This is not somebody who stuff. is. This is not about birth control. Right. But what I right. but I want to throw out there that uh, don't if you want to have an abortion just to not have a child, not a late term thing. But if you want right. to have an abortion just to have a child and you don't feel bad about it, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. You don't have to. That doesn't have to always be a heart wrenching thing. You can. I. I just. I hate that. I. I want to not play into the narrative that it's always this sad, heart wrenching, uh, awful thing. I have. Well, played. we we need to also understand that the word abortion is talking about a lot of different things. Right. Right. That there's it's also not, there's not just one kind of abortion. Right. You know. There's. There's the very very early on, which is I don't want a baby. Right. And boy, howdy, there was some something. There was some something that didn't go as planned. Right. And now I'm pregnant. So don't have and a baby. And you get it taken care of real quick. Yeah. Easy peasy, so to speak. A lot safer than having a child. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, it's, uh, so I, I, yeah, I just wanted to get that message out because, okay. uh, that's, because that's I don't, good. I, I, while it is a heartbreaking thing for some, uh, it can also be just fine. Mm-hmm. Just a thing you do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is that it for voicemails? Well, I do have another one. Uh, it's uh, an entirely different voicemail. Uh, this is well, I somebody, would hope so. If we play the same one twice, that would be weird. This is somebody who just has uh, something nice to say, and I and I thought it was worth, worth playing. Yeah. Hey, guys. My name is Steve. I just posted something on your Facebook group, and I've been using it for a while now, and it's almost like a support group for me. You know, anything I need, advice, on insight on stuff. Just want to let you guys know because of how great the podcast is and the community you guys created, I benefited enormously from this Facebook group. Just from social media, connecting with pure strangers that honestly just care about another human being. So I just want to tell you guys thanks. Um, been listening since the beginning and plan to do so until the rapture comes. Appreciate it, guys. See ya. Cool. He's going to be listening next week, and then oh, and then he, no longer and then he will stop. <laughs> the rapture is in two weeks. Yeah, but um, uh, yeah, nice uh, little shout out there for the members only lounge. Yeah, you guys. Uh, I you know we talk about it every now and then, but it's important for you to. We always mention this thing. It's important for you guys to understand what it is. It's it is a group on Facebook, and a lot of people don't like Facebook, but this group's special. It is a special group, and shout out to our moderators who who help out with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, Danny and Amy and Sarah who do an, an amazing job, and sometimes even Mackenzie steps in and, and mm. helps moderate. Okay, there. Um, but it's you know we have very strict rules. Um, they are not content strict, but they are about how we talk to each other and mm-hmm. how we approach each other as human beings. Mm-hmm. Um, and it. It has become a place uh, where people can heal, a place where people can laugh, and a mm. place where people can uh, talk to other atheists 
without fear of uh, reprisal from anybody else in their lives. Yeah. So it, yeah. I mean, friendships, lifelong friendships are being created. Yeah. Over the internet, which I find very strange. Right. <laughs> I find it very odd. But it's, it is it's not. A, it's it's fascinating. It's in, it's it's a new development. You know, yeah, in in human social interaction, indeed, and so yeah, so uh, go, so go get, get yourself some get human on there interaction. Get on there. It may take a minute uh, for us to let you in because we do carefully vet every human being uh, right. that comes in there, and that's one of the things that has kept it a nice environment for yep. people to feel safe. Yep. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, uh, thanks for the call. Absolutely, and we got some folks to thank. We do have in people other to ways. Thank. We have. Uh, Two new uh, donors. No, no, no. Patrons. Actually, actually Dan, okay. why don't you lead in with okay. the PayPal? Sure. We've got some folks to thank. Uh, people who have donated to our show. We uh, we have a one-time donation, a very kind one-time donation from Jim and Sue. Ah, oh, thanks, Jim and Sue. Who, uh, who, have, who have given us a one-time thing. Uh, and then we have some new patrons. Is new that right? New patrons on Patreon. We have... Uh, Two new faithful members. We have. Mm, <laughs> oh, I have to read the whole thing. They got me. I have to read the whole name. <laughs> more cowbell. <laughs> yes. So, uh, thank you, more cowbell and uh, Zachariah. So, thank you, Zachariah, as well. Uh, these folks have uh, gone to our website, thankgodimatheist.com and have clicked on the support tab and followed the instructions on to Patreon. Uh, and they are giving, you know, a little bit per episode. Yeah, you just give what you want to. You get to pick the level at which you give. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and it supports us and helps us uh, make the show stronger, better, faster. Uh, maybe we not faster. We have the technology. We... <laughs> I, I think we're going to get bionic ears next. Uh, so that's that's what we're hoping for. Yeah. Uh, we can rebuild. I mean, we say we have the technology. We should probably probably also uh, apologize. <laughs> we uh, don't have the technology. We don't have the technology. The uh, we just figured out that the video for this episode uh, is not working. We were going to so, make it better, uh, and, but and in, in an attempt to make it better, we we broke it a little bit. So now we're yeah. going to we'll fix it, and by next week we'll have video up yeah, and running. So sorry, you don't get guys. to see the color of my pants this week. Oh, oh, what a lovely! What did, what would you call that? Chartreuse? I'd say it's more of an olive green, <laughs> uh, but they are they're very they're lovely pants. Uh, I'll have to wear oh, them on another yeah. week. Oh, oh, indeed, we'll see. Indeed, and of course we do have to thank our. Our, our Lord and Savior, our yes, our, our top donor, our dear, dear, uh, dear leader. She maybe she's 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 the uh, she's the the benevolent dictator of our universe. Well, yeah, she's the Lord and Savior, uh, Angela. Angela. So thank you so much, Angela. Thank you so much, and and uh, uh, and, and may Angela bless and and uh, keep all of you. Amen. So, Dan, you got something you want to talk about. You got something just just bugging you, just just making you crazy. I, I don't. <laughs> uh, but I do, I do want to talk about uh, this. It's, it's not making me crazy. If, if anything's making me crazy, 
That would imply that I wasn't crazy to begin with. And, that's, and that's just silly. Oh, no. Something continues you're crazy. Yes, indeed. Um, so, you, you know how we got this uh, president who you and I are not fond of? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he has installed at the heads of almost all of his uh, various uh, departments and and uh administrations sure yeah not great people yeah he has decided to have a cabinet full of just looney tunes and goofballs yeah um so that's fun i mean how much how cute is it that Uh, they're all just they're just bumbling around like a bunch of ringling brothers clowns (laughs) uh and one of the one of the biggest one of the the most important clowns of them all is uh, Jeff Sessions, <laughs> Attorney General and head of the Department of Justice. Yeah, <clears throat> the he's, DOJ he's, he's unfortunate. Our DOJ has made the strange, uh, t- taken the strange step of stepping into a court case that they're not involved in. Oh, okay. uh, and I wanted to talk about it a little bit. This is a court case called Zarda versus Altitude Express. And uh, okay. it hinges on the notion. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a court case about someone being fired because they're gay. Mm. Now, because they are gay. Yes. That was the reason they were terminated. Correct. This is established. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Johnny. We're going to have to let you go. You're gay because of the gayness of you. Okay. Now, uh, this is so. This is not totally established law at this okay. point. Like, it's not a thousand percent clear that it's not okay to do this. Okay. Uh, so that's why this has gone to uh, to appellate court. Um. So the sur- the second circuit uh, is now dealing with this. And the dealio is the the Department um, of what is it? What is it? The Equal Employment Opportunity Commission has taken a stand on this okay. and say, and you know they are a federal that that's a federal uh, commission. Yeah, and they say, nope, you can't do that because of Title Seven of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 which allows which outlaws anti-gay it, well it what it outlaws is discrimination employment discrimination because of sex okay now uh that that is obviously but not sex as in gender as in gender right right uh now so so like that there have been some question. There has been some questions whether that applies to sexual orientation, right? But uh, the equal opportunity, the e- EEOC, has made some very strong arguments why it does apply. Okay, based on uh, ba- applied to sexual orientation. Okay. Um, Do you have examples of those arguments? They have three main theories. Okay. Um, there's the what they what's known as the but for theory, which is which talks about um, basically. But for the sex of the person, this would be okay. So let's say that Dan Beecher marries a woman, uh-huh. and that's fine to this employer. Right. And then my sister marries a woman, 
and that's not fine for this employer. Well, it would have been fine for her to marry a woman, but for the fact that she is a woman. Right. So that's sex discrimination. Oh. You see what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. Me marrying a woman is not equal to her marrying a woman. Right. Because of her sex. Right. So it's sex discrimination. So that's the first. That's very interesting. Yeah. Huh. Then there's the then there's the uh, sex stereotyping theory, which is which basically so this this refers to an 80, 1989 court case uh, a supreme went to the Supreme Court uh, Price Waterhouse versus Hopkins, which ruled that sex stereotyping, which meaning meaning like punishing a worker uh, because they don't com- conform to gender norms, right? A woman who dresses too butch, a man who dresses too uh, feminine, right? Uh, that's not acceptable. Okay. Uh, so if sex stereotyping is basically, uh, if, if, if what the court has ruled is that it's not okay to just apply stereotypes of sex, of masculine and feminine, then perhaps, then it's not okay to say, well, it's a feminine trait to, to date a man, and therefore you can't, if you're dating a man right. and you're ma- male, then you're exhibiting feminine characteristics, and that's not okay. Gotcha. Well, we can't do that. Right. Okay. Makes that's sense. A, that's established law. Makes a lot of sense. The third uh, linchpin of their theory is the associational sex the associ- associational sex discrimination theory. Now, this sort of sets up a, a, uh, a parallel between the uh, between, for instance, same or. Uh, Mixed race marriage or mixed uh, religion marriage okay, and same-sex marriage mm. in saying things like, uh, so when a state prohibited a white person from marrying a, someone of a different race, mm-hmm. they were committing discrimination because of race. Right. It follows then that when an employer punishes a gay person for associating with a same-sex partner, he has committed, they, have dis- they are discriminating because of sex. Right. So uh, right. I, I won't get too too deep into the weeds on this, but uh, basically it's sort of the same discrimination. Right. Uh, so with these very powerful and very compelling arguments in place, made by the federal government, but the EEOC, uh-huh. in comes trotting in an amicus brief by the DOJ saying, nope, it's not discrimination uh that's protected by title 7 right to fire a gay person so they so they've made them bring in a lawyer they trotted in a lawyer um and asked them some questions uh this this lawyer was uh i don't know this name uh this is deputy assistant attorney general hashim m mupan first of all they asked mupan the judges on the panel asked Mupan, why, why is the DOJ even getting involved in this? What are you doing here? Right. To which he said that the Justice Department is the nation's largest employer, meaning we have a vested interest in being able to fire people because they're gay. Oh, my God. We, we're, we're an employer. We need, we need this right. We need to be able to, uh, to do this. Oh, my God. Uh. Yeah, so the judges did not like that answer. That answer very much. <laughs> uh, there was a lot, like, there was questions about why the DOJ was butting heads with the EEOC. 
Right. And and Wu Pan apparently didn't cho- didn't think it appropriate to answer any of those questions, which this is not a case where you have, you know, the Fifth Amendment. You are you need to answer the judges when you're talking. They were not right. pleased. Right. Okay. Anyway, uh when we find when they finally got to the part where they were asking uh questions about why the DOJ thinks it's okay to discriminate against uh gay people on even with Title VII in place. Here's what he, here's how he responded. When you discriminate against interracial marriage, you are promoting racial superiority, meaning you're placing one race over uh, as superior to another. You can't be promoting sex superiority when that person is having sex with someone of the same sex. It's this very bizarre interpretation of Title VII. Okay. Uh, And boy, did they have a field day crashing down on him with this. Oh, my God. But I just wanted to get into it a little bit just because that's where we're headed. The pendulum is trying its damnedest to swing back in the other direction <sighs> under the under the uh, the Trump administration. Uh, they are working really hard, apparently, and trying to keep it under the radar. Right. That they want to go back to hating on the gays again. Remember the good old days when gay people were shut out of society and quietly just accepted a miserable a life of misery and, and oh my god i i fulfillment the the bedlam that would be released if oh. they actually succeed in officially rolling back any of the the, the these rights that were you know difficult the, to get and right a lot of people worked really long and hard and uh, on this and you know because it's the the natural march toward progress pro- justice yeah in in our system yeah right that, that, that this has been the trend in the american system is that we move forward we progress we extend rights to group after group after group after they have sadly had to fight for them right right it's nonsense and this is one that it really feels like the die has been cast yeah and that there's no walking it back. It's settled. It's settled law. The precedents are strong. Yeah. Uh, this hopefully, you know, it looks very much like this will go in the, the this decision will go in the right direction. Yeah. Uh, at which point uh, it will become precedent for other decisions. Uh, and that's how this that's how our legal system works. Right. But my God. They're just Jeff Sessions and John Donald Trump clearly on a collision course with something huge. Yeah. Like this, they this had is... no need to wade into this at all. No. They had no need to step foot into this case in the slightest. But they did. They did have a need. They did. Yes. yes. The right and the religious right has a desperate, desperate need Ugh. to to try to, to, to uh go back on 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 gay rights and it's it's disgusting it's horrifying it's scary this is what Um, happens when howdy doody is your attorney attorney general (laughs) yeah it is uh i don't actually laugh about that it Um, is a very scary moment uh and i just want to make sure that everybody's keenly aware mm -hmm. that this is happening so that when you see it you can yell about it 
Yeah, because this is not okay. And uh, I think more and more people, even on the right, are accepting that, you know, right. gay, their gay nephew and their gay brother right. are good people and productive yeah. members of society. And just mind your fucking business. Yeah. They're, they're, this is no longer just about whether or not you can uh, get a cake wherever right. you want. Right. And, of course, um, this, the cake thing is also, like, these are all the red flags. That yeah. Are going I mean, the cake, the cake issue is actually scary in different ways. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and is something that's been sort of working its way through the courts and blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, the thought of people actually trying to establish or reestablish, well, there was never a right to, to fire people because they were gay. That was never an established right. It was just uh, something just, you were able to you do. You just could do and get away with just it. Just go ahead and do it. And for people to be actually working to establish that right. That, that's that's some really shitty, awful thinking, and these are uh, these are yeah. bad people. These are bad people. This is not good stuff. Yeah. So uh, get out there and uh, and notice, and uh, for for the love of God, don't fire someone because they're gay. No. That, that, you know, just uh, obviously, the course of action is to wait until they mess up anything and then fire them for that. And, the, and yeah, the, it's easy. Yeah, you can get rid of your gay people. That's not hard. No, don't. You can't because we're everywhere. And also... You can't get rid of us because we're everywhere. That's true. Including in that Department of Justice. Yeah. Yeah, there are some very angry DOJ, some very quiet uh, employees of DOJ right now just fuming away like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. I'm guessing they're terrified. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, uh... If you'd like to discriminate against a gay person, write in to Frank. Uh, but if you just want to talk to us Aww. for any reason, you can yeah. write in to us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. No, Dan, no. Don't, don't ever discriminate against a gay person. Don't ever discriminate discriminate against any person based on something that they can't do anything about. Yeah, exactly. Never ever do that. That's just a that's an easy rule of life. Yeah. You can also call and tell us about mm. your non-discriminating ways. Yeah. 424-666-8442 is the telephone number. Yeah. Call and leave us a voicemail message. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and see what Mackenzie's cooking up over there. And while on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. We'll let you in. Yeah. Uh, hey, th- speaking of Mackenzie, thanks so much to her for her hard work on that page. It's amazing. I just, I don't know how she does it, but she's great. And thanks to Sarah, Amy, and uh, Danny for their work on the Members Only Lounge. And a big thanks goes out to the Red Rock Hot Club and Gordon Johnston for the continued use of their music. Yeah. Uh, and thank you, dear listener, for tuning in. We love it when you do it. Bye.